Welcome to B2B Tech Mindset, where we explore how technology drives business success. Join us as we discuss the latest software solutions, trends, and strategies that can help you stay ahead of the curve, develop a tech mindset, and learn how to leverage technology for growth in your organization. Welcome back to a new episode of the B2B Tech Mindset podcast in which we discuss, well, B2B topics. And today we want to talk about remote work because these days remote work is everywhere. Everywhere, everyone is thinking about how implemented or people is have this strong desire of working remote or not. Some people think it's uh, distracting or does not help let me formulate that that way does not help collaboration or hinders collaboration in an organization while some other people think that boosts productivity because you have uh, open you know the chance of multitasking you know hold more meetings more more often or see the linking profile of the person who you are talking to so you know we we want to talk today a little bit about it because it's it's a it's an important day it's an important topic in in the b2b uh, world or in the business world in general and so what are your experiences what what is your feeling about uh remote work uh well let's say that it actually came into the mainstream media and the news uh during the pandemic right so when corona started like um, lockdown, you cannot work from work, you cannot go to work. So companies started like scrapping ways to work remotely. Nevertheless, there was always other companies before that, that they were working remotely all the time. Like they were native remote, uh, remote companies, let's say like that. I did work in the past for such a company. We were a small team and we were all distributed when we were meeting like every two months um, for two days or one day. Uh, and that was all the on-site meeting that I have with my colleagues. Um, my personal preference, 100% remote is is not for me. So it's definitely not for me. Uh, it was a very hard time like Keeping up, keeping the motivation up was a very hard time for me. This is just my my preference. Um, having a mix of a couple of days in the office, a couple of days remote, is that will be my preferred way. How, how are you? Uh, well, I've been working remote for the last almost three years now. And I must say, well, first, the first advantage that I see is I, I save the, the commute time uh, to me is will be around one and a half hours every single day. That's, that's, a, that's an important amount of time to save for a day, you know, one hour. And that's, the, that's, that's number one. Number two for me is that I, I equipped you know my my home workstation after after we got this signal work is going to happen uh, remotely i have really work conditions here that I, it's very hard to reproduce if i'll be in the office uh you know i have a bigger mm -hmm. display i have, I have 
for the first time in my life ever, I have better tech here than I would have at the office. And I customized the whole thing to my liking. So I like my chair better. I, I have, a, you know, like uh, my, my my table, I like it better. I have like, you know, everything is, is fitted the way I like it, the colors, everything. And besides that, there is also the factor of that I can really focus. There are less interruptions. And we have... Mm -hmm which is, is a topic that we were discussing offline before we, we began this conversation. We have a culture of remote work. And I think when there is a culture and the culture implies that there are procedures, there are methods, there are protocols, people agree on things, how to work remotely. Uh, if someone posts a message, you give acknowledgement that yes, I hear your message. Uh, and people, and it's expected to see an acknowledgement. There is uh, an information architecture plan where people know this is how these wikis or, or OneNotes or whatever thing you used for your notes, uh, how the information is organized. So if people agree in those things and you use all the technology that is at your disposal, I think it's possible to have a successful remote work environment. In my case, I think it's, it's very successful. I, I really think I've, be, I've, I've boosted my productivity dramatically. But I think that if teams or companies have not put some thought into remote work, and as many companies, as you mentioned at the beginning, if people jump into remote work because of COVID, not because it was part of the plan, but because it was a situation that they found themselves in. And finally, they can get out of that situation and go back to the office. And, and then go back to the office feels for them like go back to normal. And they they don't they don't have the intention or, or the, the will to really extract the most out of remote work. Then probably remote work is going to be looked at like a hindrance, like a problem, instead of something that can empower you more. That's that's my opinion. For me, I just love remote work. <laughs> yeah. But but um, still, still I, I go every 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 other week or so, or perhaps that sometimes I go every single week uh to the office. So it happens sometimes, but it's not something that people yearn or need because also my team is is distributed remotely. So it's not that anyways we are not going to meet everyone at the office. Mm, I see. Well, in my case, my team is also totally distributed. It's like um, all my colleagues are all over the world. Mm. Um, so when I go to the office is to meet my other colleagues that I don't work directly. Mm. So when it's like to socialize, basically, so mm. you bring a coffee with this one, you go to lunch with the other one, then you get a beer after work with the with three of them. So for me, it's more socializing that actually working. It's like getting the latest news of what they are working, what the latest rumors or the, all the gossiping that happened in the office as well. Um, so for me, it's that part, which is missing when you are working remote. Uh, you were mentioning like the method of working remote. Yeah, that is pretty important. Like if you don't have like the right meetings or the people don't get the information right away or they are 
part of the teams or team members that don't get any information at all, or they don't know what to do or when to do it or when it is suspected to do, they don't get information basically. That is a bad situation. Um, mm -hmm. One thing that we get, we got very good at it after, um, I was working partly remote before, but we weren't that good at it. It's like meetings, like deciding and stuffing meetings. After COVID hit, we do like the usual meeting for us is 25 minutes. Like that's the usual. You put a minute, a meeting to discuss something, a couple of topics, 25 minutes. Usually it's like after 20 minutes, you're done mm -hmm. with uh, all the decisions were taken. Mm -hmm. At least in like 90% of the meeting, all the decisions were taken. Mm -hmm. When if you want to discuss only one topic, it's like 15 minutes meeting. Mm -hmm. So rarely I have like one hour meeting. So that is something that we all in my environment got very good at it. It's like you start, you have like three minutes small talk as usual. People arrive like one minute later or whatever. Um, three minutes small talk and then every, and someone say, okay, let's get to the topic. And we go by the agenda usually. And then we, we take the decisions. So. One other thing that I do now, other thing that I do now, parallel to that, is like I have like one-to-one -one meetings with my team when we don't discuss much of our work, which is just chit-chatting, mm. usual uh, conversation, because we are not not meeting in person anytime sooner. But that's why I, I find it important to like get a little more more trust in the in the team. Yeah, I think I think that there there are these cultural aspects to it. It's just you have to create the environment and the the protocols or the the behaviors that that help people to be productive in a remote environment. And mm. and again, I I think it's it's a matter of if you want to embrace it or not. I I, I like to think about this this um how you say in german gedankenspiel this this uh uh mental experiment that mental that, experience yeah, yeah in, in which that that you would if you are a new company if you are founding a new say a technology company we are talking here basically about technology why would you after this experience and after showing that working remote it's possible why would you have an office in the first place you know if if you think if, if you want to do something that is crappy if you want to run lean if you want to remove costs like you know you you have to rent a place you have to get all the furniture you have to get all the stuff Knowing that you have to service it, you have to clean it, you have to exactly. provide beverage, coffee, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I'm security. My, yes, so you have a you have a bunch of extra costs that come on top, you know, because just yeah. you have a physical location. So, if you if someone is starting a company today, it's for me really hard to wrap my head around the fact that someone would do that in a physical office it's very hard mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to, to to understand at least in the initial stages because 
during the last three years, we've seen that business run actually pretty well. I, I, I've heard of, I mean, people were under stress because of the whole situation of, you know, working remote, staring at the, win at the screen. People have, have a different way of doing time management because now they are at home and they are not leaving the office. For some people, the end of work was the moment I left my, my desk and then I, I go home. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and then obviously if you stay home, you think, oh, I just can do another thing after dinner. You know, I can't, I can't continue working in whatever I'm doing, but yeah, if people have the discipline to say, you know what, I will stop working at five and I'm not looking at email afterwards, or I just look at email for 10 minutes mm -hmm. afterwards and so on, so on, so on. Yeah. Then there's no reason to fall in that uh spiral of of overwork yourself but again going back to the idea of one startup in these current times to me it's i think it's a no-brainer to create a decentralized organization in which everyone works remote everyone use remote tools all collaboration tools that we use today any um productivity suite that you use today is have the ability to have uh, uh, different users uh, working on the same documents of collaboration. It's, it's, it's embedded mm -hmm. in every single tool that we use today. So what is the reason to have tools that enable collaboration and then work side by side? So to me, it's, it's a little bit of a conundrum trying to understand why doing that if you are starting from scratch. And then by extension, Obviously, you might want to keep culture that you have. You want to have people bring together. But sometimes I'm struggling if it's because managers want to bring people together or organizations want to bring people together or it's because of lack of trust. And sometimes I'm juggling between the two things because it's not, it's not quite clear. So you mean lack of trust on what the employee will do if there is at home, if yeah. they are at home. Yeah, essentially, yeah. If they that, will, will be working eight, eight hours or working only six hours or working whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for many organizations, and again, fortunately, it's not it's not mine. It's not it's not where where I, I work, uh, because because we are. I mean, we we have this this very. I mean, it's, it's, it's native inside of the culture of the company, how, you know, that we work in a distributed manner. But I, I, I really believe in some organizations, leadership really feels that it's losing control over the employees if they are not at the office. If they cannot physically see them that they are staring at their window, uh, at the displays, and, and, and doing stuff there. So... I'm not really sure if, if that's part of it. No, I'm not really sure. I mean, obviously, people is not going to sell it as, oh, I want to have an eye on you. But they're going to say, no, we have, to, we have to promote collaboration and we have to uh, create this, this sense of unity and bringing people together. And, and then that narrative is being constructed. But really, when I think people look at the bottom line and what happened during the last three years and see how productivity actually 
look like in many organizations. I don't think there was a really a significant hit in productivity because people were working remotely. I don't know what you think. Yeah. Um, I think it is a very big part in, in the companies that don't want to adopt remote work in that like some people and some managers think that they, they, they don't trust the employee to actually be working on, on that. But that's just for me, if you ask me very personally, that's a very old fashioned way of thinking. Like if you have an employee, give them enough tasks to keep them busy, the eight hours of the day, that's it. And just measure how many tasks they they completed. Like they have to do some job in a certain amount of time, just control that. It doesn't matter if it does it at four o'clock in the in the evening or uh, nine nine a.m. in the morning. It doesn't matter. It's, it's well, finished by the time it needs to finish. You know, th th there are different modalities of work. I mean, there's there are companies, there are services, especially if you are a consultant, that probably you have some sort of uh, time tracking software, and then you are you are being built by the time that you're working on. But then again, you have the software installed in your device. Right? And so you are building yes. those hours that you have in your device. So you're telling, okay, I'm working this. And then if the work that you are doing is detached of the amount of time, if your goal towards a delivery, not against the amount of time that you're working in, in getting there, then I also yeah. see no reason. But again, most of the most of the reasons that I, I found is, is perhaps this lack of trust and and also is perhaps at the very end is is a is a cultural issue because i recall i was uh, listening to a podcast there is this company i forgot the name of the company but they essentially what they do is consulting in so they, they their their entry point in organizations is information architecture that's what they do i think we talked about it a while ago so they mm, go yeah. in and, and they 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 tell you, well, this is how you organize your wikis. This is how you organize your chat uh, applications. This is the channels that you have. These are the protocols, the behaviors. You know, you have to acknowledge that people put a, put a message. You have uh, until the end of the day to acknowledge it when you read something. Uh, this is the mm. etiquette that you have. So they they bring those things to the organization. This is how they began. And then they begin to consult on what tools you could use for the different processes that you have. So in a way, yeah. what they do is company digitalization, if you will. That's what they do. They do digitalization and they, they get in through the whole uh, information architecture story. And what I think is that for companies to really thrive doing remote work, they should hire someone like that. Now, if you don't want to put some thought and effort on how to run a team remotely, then hire someone, some consultant that is specialized in this kind of function that knows how to mm. organize all this. And then probably you're going to be successful because I think in many instances, what happens is that people have the tools, but they are not using them properly. Of course, there is the the other psychological aspects. I I you know I'm, I feel very comfortable working alone because I'm really focused on my work. I think 
other people really need more that social contact. So I think also from individual to individual that might change. And and probably it's different also depending on the different functions. So I guess for software developers or people who is working with technology big time, then probably makes sense that they can work a bit longer remotely. I can't imagine other functions like in sales or more relationship-based kind of functions mm -hmm. that they would truly prefer to be face-to-face -face and, and have this human connection. So I think it depends also, and I think probably that's also an aspect that might be taken into consideration, but in the first line, I think it's a cultural, it's a cultural issue. Yeah, but there are some places where on being on site is also very beneficial. Like um, I can mention a couple of it's like when you're doing a workshop, like mm -hmm. you are brainstorming about a new topic, starting a new project, that doing a kickoff for a new topic, a new feature, a new part of the product or whatever, a new product, for instance. Mm -hmm. For that, but for that case, being on site, having a lot of time in the same room with whiteboards, uh, having everybody heard without uh, much distraction, like the the kids calling out for for lunch or whatever, that is that works a lot better um on site yeah that's, that's also right. the other the other one is learning like if you are in um in a seminar or whatever with a bunch of your colleagues you're learning something new for the company or whatever it works a lot better if you are on site that's true. From, from my experience. No, that, that's that's true. That's true. Because I, I recall a couple of hackathons that we had uh, remote. And definitely mm. it's a different experience. You know, you, you need to have a protocol. People need to be on camera. So we know that people is actually paying attention. It's like taking a remote exam. I don't know if you've had uh, had a, a remote exam, like a certification. No, I, and I then, when, yeah, when you have them, you know, you need to have your webcam on and you can't do nothing. They have to, there's someone staring at you. So, uh, and then in these seminars, it's more or less the same thing. But then you have the, for instance, you have things like breakout rooms which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can really send people to breakout, breakout rooms and have interactions there. Yeah. And, and and then this yeah. the, there is another subject that I think is important. We were talking also offline, which is the hardware and not only the software, but if, if people mm -hmm. have the right technology to work remotely. For instance, now I, I, have, a, yeah. I have here, I have a, a teleprompter. You also have a, a similar setup. And I'm looking at the teleprompter and and I'm looking at us in the teleprompter. And that really helps with eye contact, which mm -hmm. makes a huge difference when you are working remote a when lot. When you're on camera, yeah. And when you are working yes. remote a lot, because otherwise you see people disconnected. It's, it's, kind, it's very strange, even if there are software solutions that that grab grab your pupils and put it in, in the <laughs> right place you know but but that it looks like a hack it looks weird it looks That's very weird. weird and 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 it helps when you have the technology at hand and obviously these things are not cheap so to have a teleprompter no. and have the whole setup and then then have the right lighting 
for that. So there's a there's a lot to it. And microphone, a nice microphone, whatever. Nice microphone so people can hear you properly. You know, if you have a blurry, the, the quality of your camera is not good. You have like a, you know, sent, you know, 720p uh Mm -hmm. camera there is kind of blurry or even worse uh, all these things happens and your people, internet has to be also fast you need you need a good internet connection so you need technology you know it's, it's like yes yes and, and not everyone a, not everyone always... yeah not, not everyone has access to no, it go ahead, go ahead. So, so i so i i can yeah. fully understand that many people feel uncomfortable going remote yeah, and there is something that I always like. Like uh, it's, it's funny for me when when companies actually uh, try to save money in the hardware they uh, buy for their employees because I don't know what's the rationale behind, but they don't realize if you give a a, a, a slow laptop, that employee will be a slow one, will be a slow. Mm -hmm. On the other, he will be frustrated. It's true. When it's frustrated employee is not a productive employee. So it's true. It's true. Um, it's yeah. true. So 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 that there is a strong, uh, you know, your 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 tooling has to be good. You know, and that applies for I yes, think, your tooling all... has to be good. It's it's always a a, a a a puzzle in my head. Like, why do you want to save like two hundred euros in in a laptop, and then lose like ten thousand euros in productivity for that employee? <laughs> It just like escaped my mind. Well, it's you know you are absolutely right. I mean, yeah, and 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 but then the thing is that working remote implies that you go beyond the basics, like for instance, just a laptop. You know, you you you. It implies that you that there is an extra. I mean, you can. No, you can. You can. You can. You can just work remote with a laptop. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine, but the experience that people have, if they are seeing you uh, every single day remotely, uh, yeah. is not optimal. You know, we were talking, we were discussing when we, uh, before we were starting the, the microphones, you know, you were, we were checking which microphone are you using. It makes a huge difference. I mean, the reason why we end up using these these things is because, well, the quality of the sound is 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 the is, quality is different. Yeah, you know, it's different, and so you can convey your message in a different way. It gets closer to what happens in reality. Uh, it's hard. Mm. It's hard to influence people if the way that you present to them is not convincing, especially if if right after work, you go to YouTube and you see someone else with high quality software or high quality hardware, and they have a really high quality presentation. And then you go back to work and everything looks kind of crappy. So, so you, you, you yeah, need to have, yeah. you know, you need, you need to have like uniformity and experience. And again, I think it's it's especially important in certain roles. You you might need to have you know to give a better experience. Well, in that case, I always I have been lucky that in the last like more than ten years I've been using Mac hardware for work as well. So the audio is pretty good out of the box. The cameras are getting good right now. They weren't that good, but it was okay. 
So the quality out of the box of um, Mark Lacto was pretty good. The audio was also pretty good. So that that may be one one aspect why I say no, you you can get away with a laptop if you are working remote all the time. Of course, it's it's easier as you were saying. I bought my new desk, a new monitor, a new audio console, new speakers like studio speakers and stuff. Um, so it's to be comfortable because I knew okay, I'm gonna be like at least one year here, all the time. Better be comfortable. Yeah. And definitely my home workstation workplace is have more features than the one at work. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's, like that's the monitor is better, the the camera is better. It's like, yeah, this is um a lot a lot better. Yeah, so so that's you know the other the other factor that I also see for remote work that some people many people struggle with I I yes struggle with everyone struggles with I think is is the the um, this digital fatigue of being so long in front of a of a display because that's also you know. I mean, I don't know really what the what's the science behind it, but but the the mere fact that you are staring at uh, a light source instead of uh, getting indirect light when you are in, interacting with someone, probably that doesn't help. You know, in terms of your you know your uh, eyes uh, hygiene. And and how you know how you are at, at work, uh, you know the time that you spend uh, with the different light sources and, and and the quality of the displays and and the posture that you're getting because obviously now you're going to spend more time uh, sitting. So th mm -hmm. there are many there are many considerations there also you know health wise and, and everything. But again, I think it's a cultural thing. Uh, people, you know, I, that. One and a half hours that I save in commuting. Well, I I I take part of that and now I use it to work out. And so yeah, that's 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 yeah. yeah, that's sort of like the trade-off. So yeah, yeah I, it's 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 an interesting thing. To, but I think it boils down to to a cultural aspect because the technology is simply there, and I think now is is pervasive. Most tools that people use today have some sort of collaborative uh, feature features yeah. inside of it yeah. that that assume yeah. that you can work remotely. And and the truth of the matter is, if you are a, a creative person and you are creating media, for instance, well, people, in mm. fact, people use a lot of outsourcing for that. And it's, it's embedded in the work in the workflows that people use, you know, and and that you know software development is well suited for for this distributed work. You use GitHub or you use, um, you know, you have uh, cloud environments where you can uh, run applications and everyone can monitor that. So there are many branches of work that that lend themselves to remote work because again. The, the software, the, the platforms that people use are ready for that. And I think many people, when many, many le leaders in, in business 
if they want to streamline the business, they should really think how I can leverage, how can I make the best out of that? And even if you are in a in a location, you know, now we can go in the a little bit in the dark side of things, but if you are in a region in the world where looking after your employees and tracking what your employees are doing, well, definitely I think it's more efficient doing it digitally than really uh, physically, because physically they might be just staring at the screen but doing nothing, but uh, digitally yeah. you can even track what they are doing. You know, you can even see how many keystrokes they did. Now, the question is, is that ethical or not? That's a different question. Is it legal uh, where you are or not? That's a different question. But that's a but, different question. Yeah, that's a, that's a different topic. But they mm. are geographies where that's perfectly acceptable and is part of the business practices that people have. So, so yeah, that's that's also another another factor to consider that you can actually let me let me rephrase that in a more positive light you can have better kpis about the productivity of your employees yeah but there is, there is also challenges like um, i remember at the beginning of the pandemic i was talking with this friend of mine from canada and he was saying that some of the his friends who work for this big um film studio mm -hmm. they have to work from home Mm -hmm. um, they actually work with big war station with mm -hmm. powerful machines as so they were on site because they have to edit like 4K video mm -hmm. and do visual effects in 4K video, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so huge files. So they have a, they they have to have like more than, than uh, the internet have to be more than they had at home. And also the security that they have because they were working with unreleased films was challenging. Also getting that expensive power station mm -hmm. to your place. Who is paying the electricity bill? That is something that is still not clear. Like we are still paying, at least here in Germany, we are still paying the electricity bill for when we are working at home. This is it's on us. So... Uh, that's still up in the air. And there's a, a couple of, of stuff that they are not legally uh, in black and white, let's say, not so clear. There's still gray, in gray areas. Like how many, there's not, there's not really a, 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 gui a guidance, a guideline there, if you can be 100% remote, if you can be like 50% remote or only 60, uh, what is allowed, what is not. Right now it's like it, it you like adjusted with your company depending what your company want. On, for what I know, the companies are not being that clear. Like nobody's saying like you can be 100% remote or not all the companies. I mean, I, they are companies that they were born native, like um, uh, this company, I'm gone, not going to mention the name, but they do social media management, that you can do stuff with your social media accounts on, on top of that. That company was born completely remote. You can work for whatever you want from the world. So, uh, and they have like a couple of get, get togethers a year uh, like one week or two weeks, they get all together to Hawaii or some other place. Um, and that worked for them. They like, they basically, if you apply for that company, you know that you're going to be working remote. 
you know that you're going to be supported if you are traveling from Nicaragua to Brazil and working from there, which people also do. <laughs> no, that's 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 also true. Um, I was I was talking to a friend yesterday about there. There is this concept of, of um, I think it's workation is the name. Yeah, so we were talking about this workation or vacation, whatever the name is, you know, work and vacation. I don't really much yeah. know about it, but I've, I've heard it's kind of a challenge, uh, like a legal challenge uh, to 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 understanding which, you know, which uh, geography or location you, you are and you have to understand uh, the... The regulations there and then you're moving across boundaries but there's definitely people doing it there's people benefiting from that I, and I, I found that that's a pretty cool thing i mean if you're if if you have the freedom i think that's an extra perk that you can offer your employees if you are telling them you know you can work technically from whatever you want uh as long as it, it is not longer than two months then then more power to you no, it's it's an it's an extra perk. Uh, I think people people, some people, not everyone, but some people will enjoy that freedom. Uh, and I I don't see I don't see how that I mean it, it, again I think it depends from industry to industry from company to company what they're doing. Uh, that might work or might not work. For me, yeah. For me, I I think the the. the the image the value that that uh, an office uh, or the you know having a huge building with a with a huge uh, uh, entrance entrance and everything yeah. Fancy. yeah probably that's not that valuable anymore you know probably that's not the value anymore it's like uh, you know this this friend of mine he sent me his uh, a logo for his for his new office. And 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 I think that's probably now more valuable uh, in the digital world than the one that he is going to have in his physical office because people is going to discover him. The first touch point in the funeral is going to be uh, online. So yes. pro probably you want to invest more there. Yeah, I mean for for certain businesses it makes sense. Like if you go to a a doctor office and it looks very scrappy. That's not the best, <laughs> the best way to present a doctor, you know. Um, that's one thing. Or if you go to lab, but I cannot care less from how fancy the office is. I care about the colleagues that are there. Um, yeah, the, the, the thing I, with the I, the thing with the fancy office is that the fascination lasts only for a couple of months. Probably, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. That that's what probably that's the reason why the success of things like like WeWork, I mean the success. Uh the but success. but I mean, but this idea of having an, an open space that that people oh. go there and they rent an office and they people go and work there. This is like a kind of like hybrid something in between solution. If you don't really want to fully commit. To have an office and and still you want your team to be remote 
but you want to have a, a place where you can meet them then. And, and then you see there is a business need for that because now you have all these companies that offer this uh, office space. I, I, you know, I have a, a building is being built back here. Mm. I'm thinking probably a big chunk of it is going to be used in that way. Yeah. Yeah, you know? probably, probably. Yeah, because... I mean, there are companies that are remote and they give the employees an allowance of a couple of uh, some hours a month to spend in this um, remote working or like co-working spaces. Mm -hmm. So like if co they don't, yeah, yeah co-working, if they don't want to be at home all the time, they can go to the co-working space, rent a desk or whatever. That kind of take me in a sideways about open open space open desk how do you call like when you everybody sitting together in the same room uh i think it's open space open space o open, open plan space. Yeah. open plan something like that yeah, yeah. Uh, do you like that because i really don't like it uh that's that's a good question i i had that at a, at a previous i mean I, I i think most of the companies i've been working at now they they have it uh it's 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 interesting i cannot say you are more, in my experience i'm not more productive there like no. if i'm if i'm looking at my output me personally i'm not more productive there however what is interesting is that you get to see how other people work and you get to see how other people in different uh, levels at the company work because there's no real hierarchy where you sit here and who sits there. So for me, that was kind of like a nice opportunity to see, oh, oh, look how these guys work and look at how they everyday work looks like. And, and it gives you a little bit of confidence. You can say, well, you know what? I can do also that work. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not <laughs> rocket scientist. Uh, so, so that, that is interesting that in that regard, that, but that again, that could, that could be a positive thing or a negative thing. Uh, and, but in terms of productivity, I don't think it's better. No, I don't think it's better. It's too much distraction. It's actually, um, it's, I find it hard to concentrate in such environment. I mean, I have to work for, for a couple of companies that we had like open spaces and stuff like, but the sweet spot I find is, a is, a it's a small room, like with five to six people sitting all together that you know already. So you know like like this person will get will come late to the office and the other person will go early. Um, I don't know. And at some point like everybody knows that this person doesn't want to have noise. So if you have to have a meeting, you go outside. So after a after a couple of weeks there is like a kind of a dynamic in there mm. that it worked for most of the time. Otherwise they were not sitting together, for instance. Usually you are a team, you are working all together in the in the same project or whatever. Um, I find that better on, I don't know the fascination for this open space uh, kind of working environment because definitely for me that hinders the productivity. I mean, it's cheaper to put a bunch of people in a big room 
that give like um, more space, like reduced space for for other people. But I think it's 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 not productive at all. I I yeah, I'm I'm in a similar opinion on that. I I really think that that is not super optimal, but it's turned into fashion. I think yes. it's a it's a it's a perk. I have the impression that it's being offered. It's a perk that I don't want, but it's being offered. And 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 yeah, I mean. Again, it has its advantages or disadvantages. It just depends. Uh, I mean, you can connect with people that otherwise you wouldn't connect because there's not a fixed place, so you can connect with people and 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 talk to them and networking. Um, if you are really in in the need of being highly productive, then probably that's not the right uh, space. And again. I think there is there is also research about uh, how people peak in productivity. This is like the research in terms of of brainstorming. Like everyone knows, brainstorming doesn't work. You know, at least not the classic form of brainstorming. You have to let people brainstorm by themselves alone, come up with their own ideas, and then when the ideas are written, then you discuss them. But if you let people in an open discussion, like an open space. Uh, throw ideas in a meeting where everyone is discussing, but obviously those who are more shy or those who are like not extroverted characters are not going to contribute as much. Those who are more extroverted characters will contribute more, even if their ideas are not good per se, they just have a, a, a louder voice. So yeah. those are the risks of that. And obviously then there is the other factor that I think is critical is that people feel, oh, but I feel better. That's 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 a, an argument that you say, well, I feel better. I have, I have um, variety. And but but the thing is that success and productivity mm. are detached from feeling good. <laughs> they don't they don't need to be the same thing, not necessarily. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, you go home feeling better, but science proof that actually productivity is detached from that. Now, obviously, there's the, the question of stress and how you handle stress and and long-term stress and that sort of thing, but but that's a different conversation. So yeah. so yeah, it's, it's 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 an interesting subject. It's a, it's there is even this this um meeting. I was also listening at a, there is this meeting coach. Um he does does productivity for companies. It goes in the same direction that this previous company we were discussing before the the information architecture story, and essentially he is a, a leadership coach, and he was explaining how to prepare for meetings, and I found this idea very interesting. While I think it's a little bit extreme, I found it very interesting because they were saying, well. The way we do this is that when you have a meeting, we send an agenda for everyone Definitely. to read. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone had to write a memo about mm -hmm. the points they want to bring to the meeting. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to write a memo. And 24 hours before the meeting, 
they have to share that memo with everyone. So everyone has access to that memo before the meeting. Otherwise, the meeting doesn't take place or that person does not come to the meeting. Yes. And then if after everyone read the memo and you wrote the memo, still there is a need for a meeting, then the meeting takes place a day after. I but, see. But everyone is on the same page. There's no room for improvisation. You go prepare. You already discussed the ideas with people. People have the possibility to add notes in your document. I mean, it's, it's a collaboration thing. You, you, mm -hmm. you, I don't know, you send it as a Word document and then people can add notes uh, and comments to that document. Yeah, You might do it in a week as well. Uh, the thing is that when people end, end going to the meeting, they already know what is going to happen. So mm -hmm. the, the level of alignment that is necessary is almost non-existent. You know, it's like, it's like you don't really need to discuss a lot in, inside yeah. of the meeting. However, however, if the people who are in charge of organizing the meeting are the kind of characters that they need their ego feed, being fed, then probably they are not going to root for this kind of process. No. no, because but it, I, it, it, yeah, it takes away the the personality the, aspect, the, the central point in the meeting or whatever. Yeah, you know, because then you read the arguments, then you read the yeah. real arguments, and people have time to really write, and they go through, they they do a spell check, and and they have time to fix how what they want to communicate, and then there is time for it. So yeah. I think. Again, going back to the whole idea of why it works, why it doesn't work. Well, it's because you need the right culture and you need to leverage the technologies that you have. And yeah. I'm, I, I have a hard time believing that running meetings this way is less productive than throwing everyone in a meeting and having a cheat show where the, the louder voice scream the most, you know, and then uses charisma to convince people with ideas that sometimes do not make any sense. And I don't know how many meetings you've been that the guy who has the more charisma or the gal that has the more charisma is the one who wants uh, the, the conversation just to see yeah, disaster yeah. Uh, later on. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I have been in meetings when I say, um, you know what? I, it's, it's not worth my time to argue. So, so you know, just decide whatever you want. That's, that's it. Again, it's, yeah. it's, it's culture. It's a cultural yeah. thing. You know, it's a cultural yeah. thing. It's just write all the stuff, send it to everyone, yeah. you know? On the other thing that you mentioned that I think is pretty important and people doesn't um, uh, doesn't think about that, what, that very well, it's like, send an agenda. If you don't send an agenda, send, at least set the topic right. Like, let's talk about this and this. If you don't send an agenda with points, just say the topic. Just don't call the thing like church think or let's talk or a meeting or whatever. Just put the put the subject the way you are going to talk in the email in the actual invitation. If you are not I, sending an agenda, I've 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 I know, I know some people that they are really very extreme with this, but I think it's a good thing. They say yeah. I am not going to your meeting if you don't have an agenda. 
And yes. if you don't have expected outcomes in that agenda, mm -hmm. if you don't have expected outcomes and you don't have an agenda and you don't have a reason why we are meeting, then you don't need a meeting. I'm not meeting with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not they talking to right. you. There's, there's nothing they're to right. talk about. There's nothing they're to right. talk about. And then, and then you need a really strong structure that you say, well, what is going to be the outcome of this thing? Yeah. But, but again, it boils well, the outcome down. can be the outcome can be really simple like uh get you updated on this topic that you don't know nothing about it yeah. because you you were in the meeting last time or the outcome can be like let's agree on how to move forward with this project like we decide this and this so but it have to be a goal basically so yeah. it's not like oh let's talk let's meet let's let's work now that that doesn't that doesn't work that doesn't work. Yeah. And, and again, that's, that's, and I think those are the risks of uh, not working remote because when you work remote, you can easily put these structures in place. Yeah. You know, but then makes the life of many people who leverage the, the social engineering part of human relationships uh, a disadvantage. And again, I'm rooting for remote work. I'm just bringing arguments yeah. for why it's better. Uh, and I know I'm very biased about it. And I know that if people is going to criticize it, it's going to say, oh, yeah, you're, you're biased. Of course I am. I'm, I'm recognizing that. But, yeah. but, but the truth of the matter is that it, it happens really seldom that in an offline environment, people will go this length. You know, it happens really seldom that in an offline environment, someone stands up and says, okay, I will take over the moderation of this meeting and we are going to have, a, this is the agenda. This is why we are meeting. These are going to be, the, we have a section for the outcomes. We are going to leave five minutes before we finish this meeting. Super hard. It's super hard to yeah. do. Super hard yeah. to do. If you're brainstorming, it's almost impossible to brainstorm on your own. If you're in a remote meeting, you people say well, that depends depends who is moderating because usually if you do brainstorming you do like silent brainstorming at least what i know from design thinking like being a design thinking coach is like you do like around like five minutes silent brainstorming everybody write all the ideas and then more stuff happens like that. but that's it not everybody like usually 90 percent of people when they do Oh, let's brainstorm. They put a bunch of people in a room and they they just chat at each other and, and try to fight for ideas, which is not the way to brainstorm at all. Yeah, because this is, is a fight for ego. And I think exactly. uh, yeah. yeah, it's a fight for ego. It's like my idea is better than yours. It just doesn't matter, or I want my idea to prevail. Um, it's not yeah. it's not that it's the best idea, it's just the prevailing idea, it's a different uh discussion. Yeah. So yeah, in that regard, it's it's uh it's 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 something that I think remote work in, gives you guidelines to or yeah to to have a more disciplined work environment and also a, a meeting culture. It's it's easier. Yeah. It's it's easier. Yeah. But again, yeah. there is not this feeling good sensation afterwards. Yeah. yeah, it's like the social aspect, like uh, if, I don't know, I remember when, when I was more time in the office, like 
finishing our uh, on-site meeting, oh, let's grab a coffee or let's grab a cigarette or let's, uh, I don't know, walk around the office and visit this other person in the other side of the office or whatever. So that is not, when you're working remote, there is nothing like that. So that's that's why I, I am more for the hybrid, uh, like a couple of days in the office, a couple of days remote, that will be my thing. The workation or whatever it's called, that definitely won't be for me. It's like if I am on vacation, I totally disconnected from work. Yeah. I don't care. So I just I don't read any emails or nothing. So I don't want to to have like, oh, I want to go to this place, but I have to I have a meeting on at three o'clock. So I cannot go. So that's not for me. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I I've not considered it. I I've honestly not not considered it, even if it's on the plate. Um, and and yeah, I I think I think I see definitely a lot of advantages for remote work. You know, from from culture. And again, if 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 I were to start a company, and or if I see someone starting a company, I would. I would definitely ask or think really hard why would I not be a remote company first and and then perhaps having some offices for some I mean I I can understand that there are situations where you would like to have a, a physical location uh, say for instance you are in a big meetings yeah, like if you have a B2B space, I, I think now it's more acceptable. Probably it's more way more acceptable now today. But if you want a B2B meeting and you are inviting a big corporation, big enterprise as a customer, and you want to meet with them, well, probably makes sense to have them in a in a place that is, you know, it's, it's your office space for that. I get that part. Yeah, you can always rent a conference room in a hotel, though. Yeah, but but it could, you know, but some people say, well, you know what, we have a representative office because they want to play that game to impress the customer. Yeah, I know. That yeah. that might be, that might be, and I can kind of understand that depends on the industry you are operating mm -hmm. um, in, you know, if you probably are in a conservative uh, branch, would make sense. Yeah. It would yeah. make sense to to have something like that. I think the expectations of the customer is also that you have like a like yeah a, exactly yeah. you know that, then I I get it I get it but I think also the tolerance for a distributed environment and remote work it's much bigger today and as you mentioned you can just go to a hotel room or something rent something fancy. And yeah. the the other thing that for me is uh, that I I noticed that I mean it works in remote work, but something that I I've noticed that I I connect very well with people, and I've also heard of other people that connect very well with this, with other people is to take walks with other people. Like you just go out and take a walk, mm -hmm. and yeah. and the truth of the matter is that when you have a remote conversation, you are, this is kind of like a confrontational thing. Mm -hmm. So you are face-to-face. Face. Yeah, you're face-to-face. Well, image-to-image. Yeah. Image. <laughs> it's image-to-image. And it, it's it's a different, you know, it's like even, you know, all communication coaches, they tell you, if you're going to sit in a, a table, don't sit across the table. Just, you know, sit on the on the side, you know, side-by-side side or, yeah, or side around, side. around the corner. 
Mm-hmm. In that regard, makes sense. Yes, I. That's something that I I I have to acknowledge. Um, it's it's better. I mean, still you can just go outside and take a walk and have someone on your headsets, and it it's similar. It's not the same thing. It's similar, mm. but there is something about really walking with someone side by side and and doing stuff however i don't know there are alternatives you can <laughs> you can go and play a video game together and have a conversation i mean i know that that's super nerdy but that's it's... super nerdy yeah maybe that's um that's a market right there like uh like a video game when you take a walk with your co-worker. new newer generations yeah. might probably do it in the future Probably, yeah. Probably they will do it in Roblox or whatever. Yeah, I metal. see. I see my kids. I see my kids, and they go to Minecraft and they just walk in these worlds just yes. to have a shot. You yes. know, they just meet for a shot in Minecraft, and then they walk and walk and walk and do nothing. You know, they build something and they break it, and then and then it's essentially the same thing. It's the same experience. They and, and many of these kids, you know, the thing that to me is is amazing is that. Some of them, they are just neighbors. Uh, still, they still, yeah. Still, they, they, they rather walk a mile in Minecraft. In Minecraft, than walking than, outside. Than walking outside in the park. So, <laughs> so well, that that might change. That might change. Yeah, yeah. With that dystopian thinking or so or idea, <laughs> I think we can wrap. Yeah, uh, we can wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> We can wrap this up. I think what's very interesting, I think it's a, it's a very hot topic. If I, I want to tell a couple of takeaways, it's like, don't save money in the equipment, the hardware of your employees. You're making it unproductive first, unproductive, and second, you're making them frustrated. So you don't want that. Uh, Make their life if easier. You're, yeah. <laughs> if your employee wants to work remote, let them work remote. Just make sure that you have all the process in place that they can do their work remote yeah. as productive as, as they do in an office. Like if you have this kind of managers that uh, to make decisions, somebody have to brief them on site in one meeting to make a decision, then those managers are the problem. Like that's the bottleneck in, in your, in your work organization. That will be yeah. my my takeaways. Yeah, I think I think again to to summarize is 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 a culture. It's a culture situation. Obviously, awareness of what your customer expects, but it's basically it's a culture thing. Is an information organizational uh, information architecture topic, and it's also about using the technology that is available to its full extent. And to take the, you know, to extract every single, you know, to extract all value that you paid for. Because at the end of the day, you are paying for that technology. So extract all the value that it offers. You know, that's that's yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah. Cool. Then that's a wrap. Um, I guess you we will see us, hear us in, in our podcast like uh, next week. Yeah. So. Then see you then. Bye-bye. See you then. Bye-bye.